This is the Pride and Gifted Podcast, Episode 1. My name is Stephen. I'm here today with Aaron, talking about his Eton College experience. How you doing, sir? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, I'm excited. Yeah. You agreed to join me. No, I'm happy to be on here. Thank you for letting me come on here. No, man. It, it, it's, it, it means a lot. For my platform. So I'm Aaron McDouble-Jarjo. Some people know me as AP. Um, I'm, in year, I'm in year 13 uh, at Eton College. I'm about to become an OE, which is really weird. But yeah, I'm a house captain at Eton College. Mr. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm just trying to spend this lockdown with my family, um, oh, use okay. my time productively. Um, yeah. You know I've got a sketch. Brad and Gifty, what do we do? Celebrate young people's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, so as we're talking, I'm going to throw it in there. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> Don't get it wrong. Right, so sir, tell us about your journey to Eton. Um, so, going to Eton, I never thought of applying to it. It kind of all started when I actually watched the Harrow documentary which is a, so a bit weird. It's the rival school to Eton. Uh, everyone knows that. Um, and my mom said, do you want to apply to a school like this? So I said, yeah, but I don't want to go to Harrow because they wear weird hats. <laughs> so she said, oh, about Eton. And I said, okay, let's apply to this. Um, so we applied two weeks just before the deadline. Uh, there's kind of a process you have to go through. Um, when you're like 11, you have to take a computer test and have an interview. And when you're going to year eight, um, you have to do another test. Some people do common entrance. I did the Eton entrance exam. And I remember when I got that letter saying I was accepted to Eton, I was so happy. I was bouncing off the walls. I couldn't wear, wait to just get in there and start at Eton. Um, so that's kind of how I got into Eton College. Oh, okay. So, um, so just getting back to what you said before, mm. so once you got accepted, what was that feeling like? I felt on top of the world because you, you only kind of see, you see Eton as old princes went there, a lot of top people went there, David Cameron went there, Boris Johnson went there, and it's like, wow, I'm going to get a lot of opportunity and I'm going to be able to do a lot of stuff with the connections I make and yeah. uh, the teaching that I get. So, so, so Eton, in other terms, is like a premiership football club, Champions League champion, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You attend such a school. That must be a wow feeling. Hi. Yeah. Look Every time I walk around, I still, I'm like, I'm actually here. Wow. Um, <laughs> What's your highs of Ian? <clears throat> There's a lot of highs. Why? My favourite thing probably is the stuff I've been doing with the ACS. Okay. So, um... I'm one of the, the heads of the ACS. The other ones are Akechi and Felix, which you met at the Black History Month event. Um, and that was actually the, the first Black History Month event we had. And we had yeah. people like yourself, Lord Hastings, um, OBs like Richard Ayanar. And yeah. that was a really good event to... Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought your, your talk was really good. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, sorry. Do you know I've never shared that talk? Have you not? No, my friend filmed it. I've never shared it. You might have to do it now, though. 
I've just never cared it. Um, yeah, anyway, carry on, but yeah. Um, yeah, so that's definitely what we've done there. We've kind of helped to build the bones to create a support system for black people in the school. So I really enjoyed doing that. Um, but another thing I really enjoyed is playing rugby. Um, I'm a rugby player, played for the first 15. I'm actually wearing a tour top. Uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, gone to yeah, Japan yeah. 2020, uh, uh, 2019 because we went to Japan. That was an amazing experience. Um, when? Um, the summer of 2019. How was it? It was it was amazing. The culture is completely different to what you get in London. Okay. Um, and it, I did get a weird looks because you don't really see black people. Me and Akechi were just there. <laughs> so that was but they're all really nice people in Japan we stayed with a few host families and that was a really enjoyable experience yeah wow um so how was Eaton this is a message from one of your boys Ash mm. how has Eaton supported the black community like in the past um when I came through there, there wasn't really a support system by the school I think okay. what's kind of happened is the boys have created a system and the school supports that. Okay. So if we, if I wanted to give a talk about my experience as a black person in UK or in school, the school would support that. Um, which we, before the school closed, I was trying to implement stuff like mentorship schemes for younger students in school with the older <laughs> black students. Uh, okay. I was going to give talks to the headmaster and all the, the fellows, the teachers, the housemasters, but unfortunately, COVID came, kind of derailed that. But yeah. I know that in the year below, there are some great people that are going to continue the vision and just help. So BM, BAME students are uplifted yeah. and supported in the school. Mm. How do you believe, how do you believe um, Ethan, as you said, is going to change following the Reservance of the Black Lives Matters march or or, or discussions. Mm. I think there'll there's already been a lot on our internal um, hub called Firefly. There's a whole page talking about the George Floyd thing. Um, we had a podcast uh, with one of the deputy heads, all about eight of us black students, and we talked about our experience, what we think about the Black History, uh, the or the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, how it's going to change the world. And the whole school listened to that. I got a lot of message, got a lot of good feedback. Um, oh, the school are definitely trying to make an open dialogue about this situation and how we can change the way we view people. So you'll definitely see a lot more events in school, educating and kind of implementing the culture of African, Caribbeans, BAMEs into the school. So I think that's going to be a really good thing. Oh, excellent. Because when I came there for the open day. I said, I remember mm. August, September. I'll be honest with you, because remember, prior to that visit, I'd never been eaten before, so I, yes. was, I was blown away from when I was, was outside the, build, the the actual school itself. I could not believe. I was like, yeah. wow. It, it's, it, it gives you that feeling. But what I did like about the open day is how many black families were there mm. as part of the open day. I thought that was really nice to see. Yeah, and the school 
definitely it doesn't matter what financial position you're in yeah. um 25% of the boys have some sort of financial aid so the school really does accommodate accommodate for people um who might not be in the best um economic uh situation right now so i think if anyone wants to apply just go ahead and apply cuz if you're good enough and you're talented enough the school will definitely take you on yeah remember this is about you selling anything you want yeah so if you want to sell eaten to our bane students please <laughs> go ahead <laughs> please no seriously because seeing young boys like yourself it, it reminds people that we are in those establishments even though mm. in my opinion it wasn't designed for us yeah but as as you said as time goes on so yeah so if you got to keep encouraging bane kids to look into eat and enjoying it please do because mm. this is what this is why we're here yeah exactly yeah so um right what's a what's a low point about eating for you about in it might just not be an eating thing okay uh, yeah, might, yeah, it, yeah it might just be generally there is still some casual racism that goes on in the school okay um and the school is definitely going to try and work to tackle that uh there was the ACS spearheading that i think that's definitely something that will change in the school um but you kind of get a lot of it um there's this kind of thing that my i come from a privileged black household okay. uh, my parents have worked for every drop of money they have um and I, my mom's such a hard worker and so is my dad and I love them for that but coming from a place of privilege into eaton their view of the black culture street culture um is one way so they don't see you as an authentic black person wow um they kind of see you as okay you're not like the rappers i see or the people on youtube i see so doesn't mean you that means you're not black they don't don't compute that black people can talk in many different ways they can carry themselves in many ways so yes. i think that's one thing we need to educate people about love that and also i love the way you you present yourself <laughs> so no disrespect big up mummy and daddy yeah because <laughs> Um how do you think the school should tackle racism moving on from Riley Oscar C um to tackle racism I I think the school should try and educate people about different cultures because there's a lack there's there's a divide between white people and what they know and what they know about other people because yeah. to truly value other people you need to understand them you need to understand their experiences and where they come from so to hear other black students in the school's experience will be one key thing um and also when you're about to say something or you see someone you need to just take a second think about why you're assuming something about them um and how you can look at yourself and reflect and kind of change that because there's a lot of stereotypes and assumptions of people and once we can change those i think black people and other bme people will be able to be pushed up in the school definitely cool um um aaron yeah pride and gifted what do we do uh <laughs> celebrate young people young people as humans <laughs> Are you putting me on the spot now? I wasn't expecting it now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know I've got to throw it in there. Um, I just got to chuck it in there. 
in what ways is Eton ensuring diversity and inclusion are promoted in the institution? Um, well, I think now there's there's three different societies. So you've got the African Caribbean society, which I was heading. You've also got an Oriental society and you've got an Indian subcontinent society. So there there is a there is staff that are willing to help all these societies put on different events. For example, one of the teachers, Miss Osborne, helped us put on the first Black History Month event at school. Um, she 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 had really allowed us. She heard the idea and she was like, "Okay, let's let's get this done." Uh, she also tried to talk to the Oriental Society to talk um, to celebrate um, New Year, um, the Lunar New Year, yeah. um, and Chinese New Year. They didn't really push that, but there is definitely ways in the school that they are trying to include people. You see Pride Week now. The school was running a lot of articles in Pride Week. Yeah. And the, they do have an LGBTQ society where a lot of people come in. So the, the school is definitely trying to include other people um, that is just not straight and white and male. So I think that's a really important thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really great institution. And I think yeah. a lot of people's perception of it is through the newspapers. But yeah. When I actually went there, and I've I've been there for five years, it, it's definitely a great place that people should want to go to. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're Asian, black, um, you can go there. And I, if you can use you can use me as an example as a blueprint to see there is someone there um, who is in a in a senior leadership position. Um, one of my other colleagues, Felix, is um uh, the head of the prefects in, at the school, and he's black. So there are people that have done it. So. Yeah. Oh, wicked. I've got a few more questions. I'm going to pin them, pin them mm. for you, right? That's from Sarah. What made you go to Eton over other schools and what are your hopes for the future? Um, so, so, so it's from her daughter. So it's from her daughter, Kira. Uh, from Kira, okay. So I actually did get into a lot of private schools. Um, so my mum made me apply to about 13, 14 schools when I was 11. Like, I, I took exams. I'm in, like, I've got nerves of steel now. Um, but I definitely chose Eton because I knew it had the most opportunity. Okay. So if, if there are four or five of you who want to do an activity, um, the school will help you. They'll help fund um, for you to make a club or a society so you can do that. You don't really get that experience in any other school. Because I went to a grammar school before I went to Eton and I, can, I, I saw the levels, the difference. Um, so that's a key reason I went to Eton. Uh, because of the opportunities you can get, the contacts you can make. So, yeah. Wicked. Okay. Um, just as we're on the questions, I'll pin another one. Yeah. There you go. That's cool How question. do I plan to continue with your accident beyond Eton? So, right now, I've, I, I've got, I'm going to go to university. So, I've gone to Columbia, which is an Ivy League university. And I've also gone to five Russell Group ones. Um, so whichever one I want to go to, I want to be part of the ACS there and continue to educate people and spread culture around wherever I am. Um, one thing I'm a massive advocate on is that schools should start teaching about the British Empire and colonialism into the national curriculum. So I'll definitely be pushing that outside of Eton because I just think that's a really important thing that people should educate themselves on because... I had to research it myself to educate okay. myself. And I don't think that's right. I think people should 
it's just it's important part of history that people should know. Yeah. Questions. There you go. Okay. Going from grammar to private, uh, would you say there's a bubble in the private schools? Um, there, yes, there is. And the teachers in Eton always warn you, saying you're in a, you're in a bubble here at Eton. Um, the world isn't like this. And you definitely do see that. Eton is a very kind of kind of closed off community, uh, community when it comes to other cultural stuff, things. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely trying to open up now. Um, because most of the boys in Eton come from a place of privilege, they might not see um, what other people in the world are experiencing, what someone who just goes to a regular school experiences. So there yeah. definitely is a bubble around it. Okay, cool. How had your perception of Eton changed after five years from Derek? So going into Eton... I th it was mostly me being excited. I didn't really know what to expect. I expected it to be heavily white. Um, I really didn't expect that many black people to be there. Okay. But I, I think one thing that I didn't expect the most was there being such a divide with year 13s and year 9s who entered the school. When I first entered, there was literally no talking between the older years and the younger years. Um, but as I've slowly gone through the school, I've tried to open myself to talk with anyone, um, have a chat with them. And being a house captain of a house of 50 boys, I've definitely tried to implement uh, a kind of environment and a culture where anyone could talk to anyone. And generally in the school, you are seeing that. So I think my perception of Eton has come from a very hierarchical type of structure to a more community where anyone can speak out and uh, share their voice. Okay, so, so just your opinion, why is it there's such a divide then of new joiners and the elders, so to speak? Mm, I think it's the type of thing that it's more you just respect and look at the older people, you don't really you don't talk to them because you might be scared of them. There might be a fear factor there. Um, wow. There's a lot of year... When I was in year nine and you see a big year 13 rugby <laughs> player walking around, you don't really... You just kind of move, get out their way, let them walk past. Uh, they wouldn't really be inviting to conversation. But... Wow. That's, that, that, that's, that's strange to hear, though. <laughs> I know, I know. But that, that was the reality when I walked in. Um... But that's definitely changing now. You are seeing a lot of people in year nine being able to talk with older students, which is so important because there are experiences that younger boys have had that are important for us to all know as a community if we want to change and better ourselves. So, Cool. All right, we're going to flip it a little while. Five best things you've learned about yourself during lockdown. Okay, so... I think the first one is that I'm quite resilient. I've tried to make the best of my time in lockdown and I've been in the house for quite a long time now. Every now and again, I go on a run, but I think that's one thing. Another thing is that I've actually become a decent cook. <laughs> I've, cooked, I've cooked a couple of the family meals. Um, my, my famous dish is the egg fried rice um, oh. right now. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's why I've cooked, uh, I've cooked a lot of that. Um, another thing is I'm more creative than 
I thought I was. Okay. Um, so in school, I'm part of the film society. So I've co-written a film and it was shown in the Eton Film Festival, but I haven't really done anything else uh, artistically. Uh, so now I've kind of been messing around with Photoshop. I make different art, uh, artsy things. Uh, my latest post on my Instagram, you can see the first graphic design thing I made. Okay. But now I'm making logos for people and I've actually designed for uh, a Nike shoe for a campaign for their website. So that was a really good opportunity that I had. Well done. Well uh, done. So that's well another done. thing uh, I, I kind of learned about myself. Well, well done. Yeah, thanks. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> You're being honest. A lot yeah. of people have become better cooks. As long as we can take something from lockdown, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, it's very you, true. As you said, you can cook a good, good egg fried rice. Egg. Yeah. How do you feel about missing the last term of school due to COVID? <laughs> Whoever that is, they've stolen one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> right, cool. Go on. <laughs> um, I felt really conflicted. I because you have some days in school when you're just like, oh, I just want to go to university now. I'm kind of done with school. I've done all I needed to do. But then when it actually did stop and you didn't get the whole of the summer term, I just felt a bit sad. I was, yeah. There was so much I wanted to do with the ACS to finish off, and I didn't get to do that. So. I kind of felt there was no closure there, yeah. stopping so early. But I'm hopeful for the future. I've, I, I definitely do have a bright future ahead of me, so I'm excited to go on that new journey to university. Definitely. So it's kind of, it's conflicted, but I wish I was able to finish it. Okay. Um, in 20, describe 2020 in one word. Uh, transition. Both. Thank you. Transition. That's cool. But I have to say, you've blown me away because I didn't realise you'd done so much things, to be honest. But remember, I only know a little bit about you. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. When we're engaging, but you know what, Aaron? I'm going to tell you something now. You're a breath of fresh air. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm never laughing. I, I'm always smiling, sorry, but yeah, I'm never yeah, laughing. Yeah. You are a breath of fresh air. And, sorry, someone keeps getting about June the 4th. 4th of June, that's an Eton event. Enlighten us, please. Uh, so, 4th of June is an event at the end of the year that when boys kind of, it's Year 13's farewell tour and it's an event where we have, pic we have picnics so people bring their, their massive gazebos and they have picnics all over Eton grounds. It's a wow. day which kind of, sh it shows off Eton. So people playing concerts, you have people doing different activities, people doing gymnastics, people doing fencing. Uh, the, all the art galleries are open. You get to see the archives at Eton. So it's kind of a day to show off Eton. Wow. Uh, and it's all happening in the sun. But unfortunately this year, we didn't, we didn't get to have it. So. <sighs> <laughs> you know what? I feel your pain. I feel it. Yeah. That's a big day. All right. Right. Well, it's, I've got a few trivial questions about eating, right? Yeah, okay. Um, 
When was Eton founded? Not 1440 or 1441? 1440. Oh, you got it right. Well done. <laughs> um, name two famous games that were created and founded by Eton, like games. Shield game and wall game. I don't know that's famous. Right. Oh, yes. I play, I play both of them. I play both of them. That's why. Um, I can't believe that. How many boarding houses at Eton? 25. According to the website, 24. But I'll, I'll check them. Are they counting college? Are they counting? Eh? Are they counting college? I don't know. I, got, I don't have okay. yeah. Oh, oh. Oli said it's 25. So, thank you, Oli, for confirming that I'm not crazy. Rebel, <laughs> 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 Steve. <laughs> Go ahead. What's that? <laughs> you got to have a lot of it. Come on, you got to have. Yeah, a lot. 25, including college. I was right. <laughs> oh, so, so I was right, but I didn't know about college. What, yeah, what? so. So college is, uh, you have um, you have colleges which is where people kind of get scholarship. You become a king scholar. Yeah, it, it kind of dates back to the beginning of Eton, where the the first people who were able to come to the Eton, they all stayed in an area next to the chapel called College. Okay. So you have upper school and lower school. So that's kind of where the the brightest people, the smartest people, they kind of live in College, and everyone else is called an Oppidan, uh, because when they started to expand school, they needed more boarding houses outside of the chapel. Yeah. Um, so that's how where all the 24 other houses came in. To be honest with you, I knew it was 25, but I had to make sure you knew what you were talking oh, about. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're just, uh, you're testing me, you're testing me. <laughs> so yeah, so as I say, what's next for Aaron? What's next for me? So, um, going to university next, uh, I'm hopefully going to Columbia, which is an Ivy League uh, in New York. But That's right now, with coronavirus, I'm not sure what's going on. Um, so that's for me. But I really want to continue with my film. But I want to get into the business side of film. That's something I really can do. There's a lot of... I watch a lot of YouTube films, short films. Especially there's some really good filmmakers that are talking about black culture and kind of street culture and trying to put a good message into that. So... I really want to kind of look down that because there's a lot of stories that need to be told that yeah. should be told. Um, yeah. So that's really what I'm trying to do. But I also have my YouTube channel. Uh, I it's not it, it was linked in my bio, but I linked the partition for um, getting the colonialism into the yeah, national curriculum. Uh, I saw that. So, so I changed that. So, so before we forget, please tell them your YouTube channel, your social media, whatever. Yeah. Just tell so, them, please. Um, my YouTube channel is Wavy AP, so that's spelled W-A-V-Y space AP, like my tag. And my name is called AP with the AP because, um, kind of an AP is, you know, the AP the watch? Yeah. So it's something I aspire to have one day because I'll be able to have the money. So I'm speaking it into existence. <laughs> wow. So, so it's AP all round then, yeah? Yeah, AP all round. 
What's next for Aaron? What's next for me? Yeah. What I'm really trying to do, go to Colombia. I'm very fortunate because I actually got a scholarship to go there. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Um, Trust me. I'm a John Jay scholar at Columbia. So oh, you're John Jay? John Jay scholar, yeah. Wow. That's big. Yeah. That's big. Uh, I remember when I got that letter, I'm a very chill person. So my mom was sleeping at the time and I just said, Mom... I, I just got a scholarship to Columbia. My mom started screaming and she started hugging me and I was just there like smiling. Um, no, but that was a really good day. Yeah, you know what? And always keep singing about it because remember, this is your story. Yeah. And because of young people like yourself, this is why Prime and Gifted was created mm -hmm. so that I can celebrate all your stories. Oh, I celebrate young people's achievements. Oh, 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 you want to run it again, yeah? All right. uh, <laughs> you want to run it again? Oh, I get that, I get uh, <laughs> But yeah, you know what, Aaron? There's more to you than to rest to what I knew before. Mm. So I'm glad I asked you to join us for our, our chat. Because I can't even lie to you. You are a breath of fresh air. Thanks. It's been a pleasure to come on here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to follow your story. Hopefully you get to go, because obviously we, we don't know. And when are yeah. you due to start? Se October? Uh, it's supposed to start in September, but they said they'll give us information in July, what's happening June, July. So late June, July. So, yeah. So before we go, sum up your, your life at Eaton. My life at Eton. Yeah. Uh, I, growth, growth. That's definitely what, I, the theme. I've grown as, as a person. I, I remember when I was in year eight and I used to play for a rugby club back east. They, they always used to say, Aaron caught, always looking down. He never has eye contact with the coaches. I was quite shy, but okay. I've definitely grown as a person and become more confident in that school. So, yeah. You, as I said, you went to eat them. <laughs> Listen, that's a big deal. So, yeah. can you sell Eaton one more time to your brothers and sisters? Okay, so any boys out there, uh, if you want to go to Eaton, it's one of the best schools on the planet. It really is. The opportunities that you will get there is something that you'll never be able to experience at any other school. They've literally got a society, a club for anything you're interested in. So make sure to apply if you can. I think you have to start applying when you're around 10 or 11. That's so right, it's yeah. quite early. But make sure you do it because even if you're not in a financial situation, the school will definitely try and help you. Thank you very much. It's fine. Just love being on here. Loved it. Loved it. Um, being in contact with you since last year, July. No, October. As soon as I left. October, Eton. Since October, yeah. And I've been watching your story. Um, is it two years? In, or is it, is it two years? In America, it's yeah. four years. So I'll four, go years. four years? Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't worry, man. Just carry on being yourself. Yeah. Carry on empowering, motivating, and inspiring other young people 
behind you to keep doing what they're doing because I tell you something now, you are living proof. Um, a lot of, be honest, black people were surprised when I went to eat and then I shared my video of Joshua and two other boys who just started outside. Yeah. They said they didn't realise that black boys went there, which is, which is a bit of a shame, but that's why, I'm, no. that's why I'm glad I went there. And since then, as I said, you all invited me back to Black History Month, which I could... I think, I, I, I'll give it a joke. When is it a catchy email? Yeah. Right? I got the email, and when I first looked at it, I thought they were telling me to take down my videos of email. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> no, listen, Aaron, I swear to God, yeah. So I looked at it, I thought, I'm not going to open that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got home and I got when I opened the phone, the email was like that, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's just the the other side of me thinking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, okay, when I opened it, and it was like, oh, we would like to invite you. I swear to God, you should see me in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up, my family said. And like my wife's looking at me like, what's the matter? I said, Ian want me to come. <laughs> and but I did on my radar was always Cambridge, Oxford. Won't even yeah. lie to you. Never eaten. Mm. So being invited there, and I have to say, from the time me and my friend Gary got there, yeah, boy, they treated us like like celebrities. I can't, I'm never gonna lie. You are a celebrity, Steve. Nah. No, <laughs> look at what you're doing, all the work that I appreciate, but I'll always gas up my platform for people to be aware of proud and gifted. Mm. That's it, that's it, that's why I do what I do because mm. you can't wait, it's no point waiting on other people to help build you up, yeah, because you'll be disappointed when the message doesn't get out of this. I tell you what's easier, do it yourself. That's, so, that's true. Yeah, uh, and uh, I'm just being real. You've got to do it yourself so that when you get to a certain point, you know, you put the groundwork in. And yeah. even when you said yes to um, going live with me, I was, I was still excited. <laughs> I'm not even lie. I, I was still excited because uh, you could have said no, but I'd be thinking, fair enough. But Aaron, you're a breath of fresh air, boy, I tell you. <laughs> Don't. Thanks. So, I, when I when when Proud and Gifted came to Eton and I saw what they were doing, it, it's definitely amazing. We definitely have to celebrate young children's achievements, young people's uh, uh, achievements. You got it wrong. You got it wrong. No, 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 no. I didn't get it. No, I didn't get it wrong. I I didn't mean to say the catchphrase. I didn't mean to say the catchphrase. I was just speaking, but. Yeah, Love young that. people's achievements, we've got to celebrate them. Yeah. We've got to show that they're appreciated and there's definitely people that are going to change and move the world. So what Proud and Gifted are doing is amazing. Thank you very much. To everybody else that's watched us today, I salute you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for watching. Yeah. Stay on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, yeah? It's fine. All right, cool. Nice to you, Steve. Later. Yeah, thank you. We thank you for listening. Do drop us some feedback on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at Pride and Gifted. 
Don't forget to use the hashtag Pride and Gifted. We'll see you next time.